This, this is Bear Down Wednesday. 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 Alright, welcome back to the October 10th edition of Bear Down Wednesdays. We're coming off the bye week. This is Jason Bell. The Bears at 3-1, still in first place. Just breathing deeply and enjoying every day the Bears are in first place because this doesn't happen all the time. It's fucking awesome. All right. Uh, we are on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. If you got any questions or comments, I have one follower on Twitter. I am not sure who that is. It might be some Russian spam bots. Uh, if you want to send an email, you can do so at BD Wednesdays at gmail.com. I will check it personally and, uh, you know, take it from there, whatever. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one supplemental Chicago Bears podcast in the game. You listen to all the experts, all the people with access to insiders. Then you come listen to this on a Wednesday. Bam. Gets you next level ready. Shit, yeah. Here we go. Bear Down Wednesdays. Bear Down Wednesdays. This is Bear Down Wednesdays. All right, so we're coming in off of the bye week. The bye week was boring as hell. Uh, I do like football. I do like NFL football, but just no Bears game. It's just a bunch of bunch of teams that aren't the bears and you're like okay whatever you know and we hung up halloween decorations that's that's what i did no bears game for what it's worth the detroit lions beat the green bay packers 31 to 23 i think the packers are in trouble i think they have a lot of issues uh the word is that rogers looked the healthiest in this game he he, moved, he was moving around the best uh since the injury to you know to the bears in week one but i i think the packers just they don't have that killer instinct they're not very good uh some people Seriously talking about the Packers not going to the playoffs at all this year. And that's interesting because back in August and July, uh, people had him in the Super Bowl. So that's what's going on there. Uh, Minnesota putting it together. They beat the Eagles 23-21 in Philly. A big win for the Vikings. Still trying to figure out what's going on with uh, Minnesota. Again, a lot of people uh, had them as a Super Bowl favorite. Now people are talking about them being a wild card. Uh, I heard Bill Simmons talking to Cousin Sal, and Simmons already gave the division to the Bears. Like, it's just a done deal. I love that. But at the same point in time, yeah, it's been four games. There's still 12 games. A lot of stuff A lot of stuff happens after October uh, 1st. You know, I don't know. <clears throat> so anyway, as we look at the standings right now, the Bears are in first at 3-1. and one. Packers and Vikings tied at 2-2-1. Two, two and one. That tie is annoying and stupid. It's going to be there all year. And the Lions bringing up the rear at two and three. The Lions, very talented. Probably one of the most talented uh, fourth place teams in the league. So I went ahead and I looked at DVOA. Uh, just to, you know, analytics. There you go. Big buzzword, analytics. See what uh, how the Bears ranked in DVOA. Apparently they take the stats and they work the stats out better. But uh, anyway, according to DVOA, the Bears are the number two team in the league, which I found to be shocking. A lot of people are trying to rank the teams People got the Bears like 6th or 8th or, you know, definitely top 10. Keep in mind the preseason uh, over-under for win total was 6.5. So they had, you know, this team going like 6 and 10, 7 and 9. Now everybody's got them top 5 in the league. DVOA, uh, based on stats of shit that has happened, has the Bears number 2 number two team in the league, I believe, behind the Rams, uh, which is pretty shocking with the Chiefs and Mahomes. But anyway, uh, there's a stat called DAVE, which I'll call Dave. And and that uh, takes how the Bears have played and mixes it with the preseason projections to project how they will play the rest of the season. I don't know if I like this Dave stat because obviously these preseason projections are horseshit and not terribly accurate. But anyway, even with that, the Bears are number six in the NFL in DAVE. So 
Bears are doing it right. They're doing it very, very well. If you break down the uh, units, they have the number 17 offense, which is right in the middle. It's right in the middle of the pack. You got, what, 32 teams in the league? So it's right in the middle. Number one defense in the league and the number six special teams in the league. So two-thirds of the, the game, they are rock solid and they are average at offense. But I think that number 17 is uh, trending up. I think it's heading up with a bullet. Anyway, right now we're going to go ahead and uh, take a look at Inside the Numbers. Inside the Numbers. numbers. Inside. Inside. Inside the Numbers. A very unique edition of Inside the Numbers this week. Coming off the bye week, the league leader for passing this week is Jared Goff at the LA Rams. He has 1,727 yards. This is the third different passing leader in the last three weeks. Now, Mitchell T did not play this week, so he still has the same number of yards passing. Last week, he was the number 19th ranked quarterback because he didn't play he dropped back to the number 25 spot but keep in mind he's only played four games the majority of other quarterbacks have played five uh mitchell t in good company in that 25 spot he's got Dak prescott in front of him at 24 and carson wentz at 26 so uh, go mitchell t leading the nfl in rushing right now 480 yards for ezekiel elliott of the cowboys he seems like he's really having a huge statistical year uh, Jordan Howard, again, didn't play with the bye week. He's sitting there at t- number 28, 28th in the league in rushing, actually tied with Austin Eckler, who is known more as a uh, receiving back for the Chargers, and uh, Frank Gore <laughs> right behind Jordan Howard at 30th. So Frank Gore, kind of an afterthought with the Dolphins coming up this weekend, uh, almost as many yards rushing as Howard. A little bit more on Jordan Howard lately. It's kind of, you know how it was like, it was Mitchell T week the last two weeks before the Bucks game. It was like shit on Mitchell T week. Well, apparently it's shit on Jordan Howard week this week. The leading receiver in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins of the Houston Texans, 594 yards, just an incredibly high number. He uh, leads the league, like I said, but uh, the Bears, it's very tough to find their leading receiver. He wasn't on the first page. The first page has the top 50. I had to keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Leading receiver for the Bears, Allen Robinson, 217 yards. Uh, not only not half of that, but barely a third of Hopkins total. That's good for number number 66. So there's 65 dudes in the NFL with more uh, receiving yards than the Bears' leading receiver. Uh, Allen Robinson flanked by O.J. Howard at 65 and Nelson Aguilar at 66. Um, the low numbers from Jordan Howard and Allen Robinson, I think, are indicative of Nagy's offensive philosophy. We'll get into that a little bit more later on. On the defensive side of the ball, the league leaders for sacks, Geno Atkins of the Bengals with six, tied with T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt. They both also have six sacks. Uh, In the NFL, there are 10 dudes that have five or more sacks. Cleo Mack is one of those 10 dudes. And keep in mind, Cleo Mack had a bye week. Again, only four games played. News and injuries and shit. News. Injuries. Shit. It's news and injuries and shit. All right, so right now we are looking at news. Uh, I didn't see anything about injuries, so we're just going to keep it news. NBC Sports Chicago with a very bland article. Bears building on naggy personal traits. I'm not exactly sure uh, what that means, but I did see a quote from Nagy about Jordan Howard uh, online. He said, uh, this is this is paraphrasing. I'm not quoting verbatim. Jordan Howard is a big part of this offense. And for us to continue to grow, everybody in the offense has a role. So take that for what it is. But I think basically Nagy just likes to move the ball around a lot. So you're not going to have one monster who rushes for a hundred yards a game and one monster who gets a hundred yards receiving a game every game. I mean, it might be one dude this week and then somebody else the next week and then a third person the next week. I think that's a big part of his offense. He'd rather have eight viable weapons than just one horse that you run into the ground. And then when that horse gets injured, you're like, uh-oh, 
that's kind of that's kind of the old school uh, thought. He seems to be very very new school. So anyway, back to Jordan Howard. The Loop Sports with an article: Should the Bears trade Jordan Howard? That did not take very long to come out. Uh, there have been some rumors about a uh, a trade to the Eagles. So keep an eye on Jordan Howard to Philadelphia, especially in the news with uh, Jay Ajayi uh, tearing his ACL and being out. Eagles they got like five running backs and none of them are horses either. All they did was win the Super Bowl. So anyway. City Sports, I'm sorry, ChicagoCitySports.com or CHI City Sports uh, with another bland article. Health has been on the Bears' side this season. That's the only kind of that's that's the kind of article you get in the bye week, man. That is not something you will get uh, any other time. Pro Football Talk, Howard on roll. Nothing to complain about. Again, trying to needle some sort of situation with Jordan Howard. NBC Sports Chicago with an article. What will Howard and Cohen's roles be? and the offense going forward. Of course, Howard, um, his rookie year was like second in the league in rushing. His second year, he was like fifth in the league in rushing. He's a you know top two, top three, top four back in the league as far as rushing and carries and all that. The carries are way down. He's not known as a receiver, not a lot of catches, not a lot of yards. And of course, uh, Treat Cohen had the game of his career against the Bucs, uh, like what, 120 yards receiving, like another 50 yards uh, rushing. Uh, a bunch of touchdowns, just just like 20 touches, just getting everything. So you know what? Maybe the Bears just keep them, and they have two good running backs, and they use them in different ways, and they're both effective, and the Bears win a lot of games. Like maybe that's an option. I don't, I don't love how the media has to always keep poking and prodding and try to find you know that one, that one scratch on your knee. Meanwhile, your whole body is fine, but they just keep poking that one scratch on your knee, trying to piss you off and get you to uh, abuse alcohol. I don't know. I don't understand it. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. Stop it. They're in first place. Enjoy it, you miserable. Mitch Trubisky. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. All right, so actually we're not going to do any uh, Tom Brady, Mitchell Trubisky uh, this week. Uh, Mitchell T didn't play, so he's sitting on the same stats. I'll have to compare his fifth game of the year to Brady's fifth game of 2002. We'll do that next week. An exciting conclusion that uh, nobody's looking for. So, you know, yeah, we'll bring that back. It'll be great. This week in 1980. Five. Five. 1985. This week in 1985. Again, the uh, Bears coming off the bye week, so we can't really compare any game to the 85 Bears. I'm not even sure if the 85 Bears had a bye. That's old school back then. They might have. They might have been taking buses to road games, and uh, you know, I don't even know if they had a bye week back then. But anyway, we'll compare. Uh, what are the three and one? So this this Miami game will be their fifth game. We'll compare it to the 85 Bears fifth game. It'll be great. It's gonna be great. Fans love it. Sneak peek. Coming up. What's next? All right, so we're going to wrap this up with a sneak peek and look at the Bears' next game. My gosh, I can't believe it's been two weeks since they've played. Uh, Chicago goes to the great state of Florida to play the Miami Dolphins. This game is at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. The Dolphins are the underdog. They're getting three points at home, a home dog. Gamblers like that. This game taking place at Hard Rock Stadium, which I was uh, not aware that that's what the Dolphin Stadium is called. Bears and Dolphins have a little bit of history, of course. Miami beat Chicago. Chicago's only loss in 1985. Uh, this game was on Monday night. There were touchdowns that were bouncing off of people and landing in receivers' hands that they were running in. Just very fluky plays. It's a fluke it's fluke loss. It's a fluke loss for the 85 Bears. I don't want to talk about it. But basically, in 85, I was 9. So the game was Monday night football. It was after my bedtime. So I went to bed, didn't see it, never happened. Didn't see it, never happened. Um, the Miami Dolphins also gave the Chicago Bears their first loss of the 2006 season. I believe that was in November of that year in Chicago. The 06 Bears, of course, Rex Grossman, 
uh, you know, took them to the Super Bowl. Lovey Smith era, Thomas Jones, that whole crew. Uh, their first loss of the year, Dolphins at home in November. And it's rare that a Florida team comes up and beats the Bears in Soldier Field in November. But yeah, that was the Dolphins. That was the Dolphins. So anyway, as far as sneak peeking this game out, I went to CBS HQ. They got wonderful sneak previews. Here's some of the fantastic insight that I learned on the internet, courtesy of CBS HQ. Uh, the Miami's O-line is banged up. So that could be uh, that could be problematic with the Bears' defense. Uh, Miami's in free fall. They did start the year 3-0, but uh, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Bengals. That that loss to the Bengals was uh, especially crushing. They gave up 24 points in the fourth quarter to Cincinnati. They were up 17-3 that game and gave up 24 points to lose by double digits, which is hard to do, I'd imagine. Uh, Tannehill, they said he's not playing well right now. Meanwhile, on the Bears' side of the ball, they said it was a bad time for the bye. It's too early in the season, so you're not really ravaged with injuries. It kind of kills the momentum from the uh, Tampa Bay win. Uh, They said that the game will be hot in Miami. They predicted that the Bears would be in their dark jerseys. Uh, Dowell Loggins uh, is on the Dolphins coaching staff, and both dudes picked Miami. That was was shocking. All they did is give reasons why the Dolphins are bad with the offensive line, Tannehill, uh, the losing streak. And uh, they said, hey, you think Dowell Loggins has a, a cheat sheet on Mitchell Trubisky? I don't think he coached Trubisky. I don't know. Uh, both dudes picked Miami, but you know what? Both dudes picked Arizona to beat the Bears a couple weeks ago too. So all over that, that's that's how accurate they are. I think the Bears will win this game. It might be too close. It might be ugly, but uh, a win is a win. There's no style points. It's not college football. You just get the wins and go to the playoffs. That's what you do. Anyway, screw it. That's going to wrap up this edition of the uh, shortened Bear Down Wednesday. My name is Jason Bell. Uh, again, you can find us on Twitter at BD Wednesdays bdwednesdays at gmail.com go bears bears at dolphins on sunday let's do it let's get the big win and uh, see what happens all right take it easy peace